Hello and welcome to Cartridge Cinema Club, a podcast that is ostensibly about video game movies. This is episode 111. My name is Mark Champlin, and today I'm joined by Alex Wallace. How is it going, girls and gays? Um, so uh, this week we have to uh, th- this week we have to askew the, por- the 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 format of the podcast a little bit. Um, uh, because this week we're uh, we're doing some some assorted obscure live action Mario shit. Um, uh, th- we're watching these... YouTube videos that have lost tapes in the title, I guess. Yeah, YouTube videos with like less than a thousand views, uh, where probably there will be a man in a shitty Mario costume featured. Um, this is the shit that Nintendo does not want you to see. This is like, <laughs> this is like random obscure shit that aired on like one television station in one region of the country for like three weeks in 1991 this that's that is that's what we're dealing with here this week and um so i have decided that the best way to uh to cover these things um is to talk about them in 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 like ascending order of how much they made me feel like i was going completely fucking insane so we're gonna start (laughs) with like the most normal thing that we watched, and then we will just sort of slowly become unhinged throughout the course of the, the podcast. It's a very, a very uh, Jenny Nicholson YouTube video talking about Star Wars style of um, <laughs> style of format this week. Um, so I, we're, we we can get started talking about uh, 1991's The Super Mario Challenge, uh, <laughs> which was a game show on the Children's Channel in the UK in 1991. Uh, a man dressed as Mario or Mario in his uh, American man in the 90s. For some reason, he's the only one with an American accent. Uh, yeah, he... I, I, apparently, according to IMDb, this man is a magician from the United oh, okay. States who is who is where he, he was dressed as Mario wearing overalls, um, hosting a, a, a children's game show in which uh, two children or two obscure British sitcom actors Depending on which episode you watch, if you watch the celebrity special, you might see two motherfuckers you've never heard of. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it is a, it's a game show where you compete at Mario Bros. 1, 2, or 3, uh, and if you win, you get absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they really didn't have a prize. Yeah, well, there was, it, yeah, no. They, 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 they didn't have. Nothing they, for pride. To be your not Super Mario challenge. We'll we'll get to prizes being awarded. Don't worry, that's <laughs> later on in the episode. Um, I, I'm so good at foreshadowing. Anyway, um, I just thought it was funny that the the host gets all esports with the commentary when they're playing when <laughs> yeah. they're playing Mario Bros. Yeah, this was that like, was the main thing to take away from that. So this was like the first GDQ. <laughs> it was like. Yeah. Except they're not, they're not speed running. It's like, it's like, it's like if the end of the wizard was real, it's like they do some sort of like wizard math at the end to determine, uh, like they add your score and the amount of lives you had and the amount of coins you got together and then arbitrarily determine a winner, uh, at the end of the episode. Um, and then one awkward child, uh, gets a smile and a handshake and the other awkward child also gets a smile and a handshake, but feels a little bit shittier about it. Um, these children did not seem excited at the prospect of being on television. I I don't know. I don't know. If I had to, if I had to play Mario three, a 
reasonably difficult video game live yeah. on television, and also I was eight, I probably would also be too nervous to enter any of the interview questions. And, like, the commentator was like, now, now, Katie, you died several times last <laughs> level. Now what you're going to want to do is not die. When you die, you lose a lot of points. And it's just like... Just felt bad for them. Also, he kept saying "die" and yeah, "kill," yeah, which not, was very interesting. Not so, yeah. I mean, that's gonna be a theme throughout this episode. But that was definitely like the the thing of like, oh man, this was this was just before brand, like global brand cohesion. You know, yeah. this was before like Nintendo was like keeping everything under fucking lock and key and not allowing anybody to say any nasty words within like a 500 mile radius of Mario or Luigi uh, <laughs> under threat of violence or death. <laughs> yeah, d death, death doesn't exist in like Mario universe or um, like Disney universes un unless it's like a kid who needs to have a dead mother to inspire them to do a thing. But no, like, the, the, only, <laughs> the only death that exists in the Mario universe is the implied violence of the Nintendo assassins who will be sent after you mm. uh, if you do not respect the uh, Mario brand guidelines. But those didn't exist in 1991, and so we got to have this. I don't know. I thought this was, like, relatively well-produced uh, in, yeah, totally. in terms of, fun. like, the set looks cool. Um, like, they got a set where, like, the kids are sitting at, like, blocks that look like Pixel Mario blocks, and it, like, looks like the video game in a way that was surprising to me, because I just kind of thought it was gonna look like shit. Um, and, uh, I mean, yeah, the, 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 the problem really comes with the fact that the audio is just sort of a cacophonous mess of, of the man trying to do radio commentary over children playing Super Mario Brothers as the studio audience of about, I don't know, 12 to 13 children are just constantly chanting the name of the competitor that is on their side of the studio throughout the whole episode, which is about 12 minutes. <laughs> Interminable. Just ab just really uh, unpleasant. Wouldn't recommend, wouldn't recommend it watching Super Mario Challenge, but I thought the sets were cute. Uh, I think it's time to move on um and and talk about super mario at the ice capades with jason bateman and Alyssa milano parentheses 1989 <laughs> i it's it i could not believe that was jason bateman and Alyssa milano this this must have been some of their like first ever like on-screen appearances yeah i, I is this in their imdb you think i couldn't remember who jason bateman and Alyssa milano was I do. I only remembered Alyssa Milano because she was in the Double Dragon movie, <laughs> and oh also I know that she uh, has terrible opinions. Um, oh, on, she, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, she's like, isn't she like a Turbo Lib? Like, yeah, uh, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I like so like I assume that like they were on a sitcom together. Okay, hang. On, let's back up. Okay, so the Ice Capades. Right. Um, is I remember like the Ice Capades. Is like a touring ice skating show uh that they made into like tv specials uh and they frequently featured licensed characters this one is hosted by jason bateman um and acquaintance of the show melissa milano um <laughs> jason right. bateman uh the michael from arrested development i don't remember i don't know what he was in to uh i don't know what he had appeared in 
at this point to make him important enough to uh, appear as a host of the Ice Capades featuring Super Mario. Um, <laughs> S- such I, a lauded position. To yeah, me. and I don't really care to know. Um, but yeah, so so this is just like a six-minute snippet of a longer television special. Um this is the this is the Super Mario segment of the Ice Capade special, right? So Jay, so it opens and immediately it says Ice Capades with Jason Bateman and Alyssa Milano, and I was just like, oh my fucking god, here we go. Um, and then Jason Bateman uh, mansplains how Super Mario Brothers works to Alyssa Milano for a bit, um, and then a computer virus question mark infects uh the 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 nes or they just call it the computer um um and then king koopa shows up at the ice rink um and so and this um so this is a man in a king koopa outfit um and when i say king koopa i mean like how king koopa looks in the old mario cartoons where he's just like a like a green crocodile man kind of um but uh but it's not like a costume that obscures his face right this is like a one of those things where it looks like the head is eating this the, uh, a bearded man's face so this guy yeah, comes see out his entire face his entire face is just visible but yeah <laughs> and there's like a minimal amount of green face paint kind of dusted lightly around him he comes out and then he immediately starts a musical number Um, it's just him like, like yelling about how bad he is for like three, it's not three whole minutes, but it's like one and a half or like two minutes of him just rolling around on like a a throne that's on ice skates and going, I'm so bad. I'm a fucking asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Like. That's the fir- it, like that's the first Mario on Ice thing you get is the King Koopa yeah. musical number which like I I was sitting there and like thinking about how I would react to this as a 5-year-old and then watching how the 5-year-olds in the audience <laughs> reacted to it when they got you know like Yeah, they're like what the fuck. You know when they got a B-roll shot and they it it sucks. It was boring. Um and then Things get a little more interesting because uh, after that, the terrifying marionette Peach appears, um, and she and she summons an equally scary Mario and Luigi. Now the now now these are characters who are also people in costumes, human characters, right? Unlike mm-hmm. King Koopa, who is a human. The Ma- Mario and Luigi and Peach, uh. Uh, you uh, do not have human faces it is a it is a it is a mascot costume uh put together with felt and hot glue guns um oh, you can smell it through the through the screen <laughs> yeah um uh uh very scary we'll talk about that but uh first uh th- gotta finish explaining the plot of yeah. mario at the ice capades with the Lisa milano and jason bateman um, so Luigi, uh, kills a series of, uh, decent looking Mario enemy costumes, uh, with a big gun that he's got that shoots fireworks. And I think opens it, I think opens a trap door under the ice. I think that's how they do They just disappear. 
yeah. I don't know, a little bit of movie magic in there at the ice capades. Um, and, uh, uh, fuck. Um, yeah, and, uh, and... And and then all, there's like a gr- there's like a group of children that uh, get to participate in the ice capades and they're sitting around in boxes on the ice, um, and every time a Mario enemy shows up, all the kids go boo, and then when Luigi shoots them in the face with the gun, all the kids go yay, and that happens like eight <laughs> times, um, and that's uh, and then there there's some quips and that's pretty much it. I think, um, I think the sound effects were canned because, like, if you get a look at the kids' faces in the boxes, they look thoroughly bored. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. if, Like, yeah, like you were saying, like, even as an eight-year-old, like, I, I was playing Mario Bros. on my Game Boy, and I was in the height of my Super Mario Bros. fandom. I would have hated this shit. It's, it was boring. Um, I yeah. didn't like it. And I also didn't like the, the cop-out of it just being luigi fucking killing everyone with a gun um i wanted to note that this does not happen in the video game um I, a lot of people don't I, know I, that I, people who are familiar uh the mario lore you know our sort of idea of luigi as a character you know that is always strapped up mm-hmm. isn't actually accurate mm-hmm. uh to the to the character uh that is portrayed in in super mario brothers 3 yeah, I don't like to do the cinema sins thing, but I, it really should be noted that in the video games, Luigi does not kill people with a gun. Um, it, it it simply does not occur. Um, cue people in the Discord giving me fifteen examples. Of <laughs> Luigi kills people with a gun. I already thought of one. F- f- okay. Fuck you, yeah. Um. I, yeah. I don't know. How, I don't know if I have much else to add about this. It was completely bewildering from top to bottom. Um, I really just, I, I think I want to re-emphasize how scary the costumes were. The eyes, uh, on these things, uh, uh, boggled around in different directions like a, like a terrifying puppet. Um, yeah, they look like giant ragdolls that have been brought to life through dark sorcery. Yeah, like they, it, it, they, they move in an unnatural horror movie esque. You know that part in the Polar Express movie where he goes into the fucking c- train car with the puppets? Don't remind me. It was like that. That was how I felt about the Peach costume, especially. That one was so fucked and scary looking. It was it's it was weird because like the sp- like they would have like Spiny and like Koopa Troopa and that was just like like a little guy and it was like probably someone like fucking hunched over sitting in this little fucking costume. Those look all right. Peach, absolutely fucking terrifying. Couldn't have just like got a blonde lady. Fucking... <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Like, why was Bowser not like a big guy in a dragon costume, but the people were just people. Uh, I guess they had b- bigger, loftier goals for this. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so, so, so to conclude our uh, descent into madness here, um, let's talk about uh, King Koopa's cool cartoons. <laughs> this. Uh, cool this, cartoons with a K yeah, in styling all, of Mortal Kombat, of course. Yeah, all all K is in the title. Questionable creative decision, I think. Um, <laughs> so King Koopa's cool cartoons uh, was an uh, a cool local <laughs> live action children's television show that was broadcast 
in Southern California. Shoutouts. During the holiday season of 1989. And the show was produced uh, by uh, for Fox um, on KTTV. Um in LA, which is a which is a TV station that Mark and I, I think probably both grew up with. Oh yeah, we, we both had Fox Fox Eleven. Yeah. Um, that was Channel Eleven. Uh, the six p.m. to eight p.m. block was two episodes of The Simpsons, two episodes of Malcolm in the Middle. Shout outs. <laughs> Please continue. Yeah. Um. But this was this is far before the two episodes of Simpsons and the two episodes <laughs> of the Malcolm in the Middle uh, era. This was the King Koopa's Cool Cartoons era. Um. So, uh, this is definitely, this is, this is probably the most obscure thing that we've dug up, like, based on a, 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 a major franchise for this podcast. Um, <laughs> only two minutes of this exist. Um, most of it is completely lost to time, uh, as far as we know. Maybe more VHSs, uh, will surface at some point, but it generally seems like people saw this and decided that it was not worth t- preserving. Um, so, in King Koopa's Cool Cartoons, um, this, uh, this is a different man in a different King Koopa suit. Uh, this time, his face <laughs> obscured. So this is full-on mascot costume of the King Koopa character from the Super Mario Super Show, walking around in real life, talking to children, showing up at your house, meeting your mother. Um... <laughs> It's a real, um, real, uh, remember that, that real life, uh, pirate from certain episodes of SpongeBob? It's like that. It's that energy, but much lower budget. Yeah. This gave me, this, watching this gave me a similar feeling to the lasagna cat video where mannequins (sighs) come to the door over and over again for hours on end. That's a deep cut. Um, Yeah. So, so the guy in the King Koopa suit is, uh, hosting a studio audience of children who are all hanging out and chanting Koopa. Um, as though he were some sort of uh, pagan deity. Uh, um, and King Koopa uh, introduces public domain cartoons. And so most of the show is not the show. Most of the show is just he plays a cartoon. Um, and then the bumpers are, are King Koopa. Um, it has aggressively nothing to do with Mario. Um, except that there are pictures of Mario and Luigi on on the walls of 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 his bizarre uh, like his bizarre house that is the studio set of this show um like like cartoon pictures of Mario and Luigi from the from the Mario shows as if they're King Koopa's beloved friends um mm-hmm. Ratso the prize rat is there <laughs> Ratso the prize rat he's a rat um and he gives people prizes, of mostly power gloves. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> He's a rat. He, yeah, he he appear he is a he is a rat puppet that appears <laughs> at that we assume at the end of every episode. <laughs> he looks horrible. <laughs> He's just he looks like the rat enemies in Bloodborne. <laughs> it looks like somebody ran Rizzo the rat from the Muppets through a paper shredder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's got a theme song and everything. Yeah, yeah. So, well, so, so, Ratso the Prize Rat has a theme song in that, like, a horrible uh, uh, bugle call plays over the outro yeah. as King Koopa is also talking. I'll be giving away a Toys R Us dollar gift certificate, so stay tuned if you are a member of the Which is a disorienting experience. Um, and but also King Koopa has a theme song. 
for the intro of the show, which, uh, which we I feel we are blessed uh, to have preserved. Who calls you an He's the king of the afternoon, Mark. He, uh, z- he's the real. He's the afternoon king. <laughs> I, what? What more? Is, what more? I mean, what more could you say? I, what, Mark, what were your general thoughts on <laughs> King Koopa's Uh I just. How is this all we've ever seen of Ratso, the prize rat? He's easily one of my favorite Mario characters. <laughs> Where's Ratso? Can we at least get an assist trophy? I'm just saying. <laughs> the Ratso <laughs> fan base has been waiting. Oh, God. Uh, I, the the, the rats, Ratso fan base, like, F-Zero fan base, eat your heart out. Like, we haven't seen Ratso appear except for two minutes in the holiday season of 1989 to 1990 in Southern California on Fox 11. Um, I'm just saying, they've they've had to wait a lot longer. I, I, the, you know, what we really needed, um, what the world, I should say, really needed. Remember, uh, defend PTR, defend mm-hmm. Parappa the Rapper. Yeah. There should have been a, uh, uh, defend, uh, KKKK. Um, yeah, you're running into some, you know, into some issues already there, but yes, no, there's a, so, there's a branding, there's, there's a branding issue with the, with, uh, with defend king koopa's cool cartoons and that it cannot be comfortably uh shortened <laughs> or cannot be abbreviated without running into some issues oh, um God. the the <laughs> um but yeah the fact that we only have two minutes of of um what was probably some some really good uh ratso content is it, it's just it's a damn shame yeah this was um yeah, this was like a glimpse into an unthinkable chaotic universe. Uh, was eighties TV just this bad? <laughs> like, it like it, it, it. This 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 object is defiant of Super Mario Brothers as we know yeah. it in twenty twenty one. Right, like everything about the way that this is presented is like grimy and grotesque <laughs> yeah in a in a way that in in a way that your good friend bowser just simply cannot be but king cooper from king cooper's cool cartoons that's just a different dude that's just mm-hmm. not bowser that's a different no. man with a different past and a different life that's a different man who's uh, showed up in your house every day since last week <laughs> he's he shows up to your house with a cake. No one knows why he has a cake. It's um he's just there. I he has to be invited in, which is good. So, <laughs> you know, just leave him leave him out on the porch if you see King Koopa cuz he'll come in and um you know, he'll 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 raid your fridge just for condiments. No one knows why. It's I, um he's he's here for your Worcestershire sauce. I 
you know, I, I the um, Cartridge Cinema Club is a uh, is a podcast where we're supposed to uh, you know take these these uh, pieces of video game media and you know old obscure shit and you know kind of put together a sort of socio political commentary on them, maybe you know, and have some have some have some jokes along the way. Uh, I got nothing. <laughs> I got um, nothing. It's, like, it's yeah. like I mean I don't know. Like we are we've already talked about like the you know the loss of of <laughs> of 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 this type of shit because of uh, globalization uh, in previous episodes and 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 that's kind of, I rats are the prize rat. He's a rat and he gives you the power glove if if you if you win. I don't. Ratso, Ratso. The show is not a game show. No. There's um, nothing to win, but Ratso is there. <sighs> Ratso is an ANCAP. That's my <laughs> that's my politics. I don't have any reason as to why, but he just strikes me as someone who he really worships the market. Mark, do you have any do you have any closing thoughts on on this? absolute whirlwind of fucking weird bullshit that we subjected ourselves to this week alex i was in a car dealership for six hours today with a dead phone for most of it and then i came home and i watched king koopa's cool cartoons 1989 and here i am recording a podcast with you um and you know that's th- that's that's Sunday this, night, baby. <laughs> this was really like a yeah. It was, this was really a nothing episode. All we did was just walk through and just describe <laughs> the things that we witnessed. This, there's there's no substance here at all. It was just just a just a just a, a diary, an account of an experience that we. This is yeah. This is a trip report. This yeah, pe- people really do listen to this bullshit. Um. They, they, it's they, I commend they all do of be you. listening to every episode of this show despite despite somewhat consistent but sometimes varying quality <laughs> <laughs> um all right what are we what are we watching <laughs> I like forgot how to do the I podcast <laughs> for a second I forgot that we were recording a show and not just like shooting the shit um what are we watching next week? For the podcast, <laughs> um, the news, zoink, um, but no, but actually, um, uh, <laughs> uh, for for the, for evergreen listeners in five years, uh, when this is the only podcast left, when the servers get destroyed, um, uh, next week is the inauguration of Peepaw Joe, Grandpa Joe, everyone's favorite, um, old man, <laughs> everyone's favorite, different old man. <laughs> Everybody's favorite war criminal. We, we, you have so many to pick from, but y'all chose Joe, and he loves you for it. There's so many war criminals in the Democratic Party that you could have chosen to represent you, and and Papa Joe thanks you for picking him. So that's sorry, that was a little ironic. I don't mean to be like that. No, it's, you know, it's been a long it's, fucking it's, day. It's been a long day, and um, there's probably gonna be more white supremacists there who probably try to get violent. Um, we'll see if uh, uh, if Capitol Police. Uh, we'll see if enough of them are uh, 
are on the right side of history this time. <laughs> uh, which is... Which... Uh, uh, contradictions playing out between <laughs> our enemies. The ruling class is not always on the same page. There are contradictions even within the ruling class, and sometimes those play out as major historical events where a lot of people get hurt or killed. Next week, we're going to watch The Last Starfighter, a movie I've heard is pretty good and also has video games in it, and that will hopefully help us take our minds off of major historical events that are occurring over the course of the week for at least an hour and a half and then 30 minutes worth of podcast that you will hopefully enjoy as well. Where can people find the podcast on the internet, Mark? Great question. Um, coming in clutch with also continuing to remember how to do the podcast is me with the plugs. Uh, (laughs) You can find the podcast at Cartridge Cinema on Twitter. That's at Cartridge Cinema. Join the Discord and yell at me personally uh, for not knowing that Luigi wields a firearm in uh, 2018's Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Um, (laughs) Anyway, yeah, join the Discord. It's linked on the Twitter. Um, iTunes and Spotify and SoundCloud and other such, you know, places where podcasts exist we're on at those places um you can listen to us there rate us that would be cool uh the music is by dj tinman the art is by courtney kaufman for me it was tuesday (sighs) fuck cops don't join the Mm -hmm. military who will probably be siding uh with the more openly fascist dictator this week uh Fuck Joe Biden. Um, Be safe uh, if you uh, are planning to leave your house this week, uh, especially if you're visibly queer or black or uh, any other uh, visible marginalized group. Or if you live Um, near like a state capital, especially in particular. Yeah. Shit's going down in a lot of the state capitals. Move in groups whenever possible if you have to. Uh, Be fucking safe uh evaluate uh you know what is uh you know way you know what uh nah i got nothing i don't get it be safe please if 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 this whole if this whole thing goes off without a hitch you can let out your biggest we did it joe that you that you got i hate her (laughs) she she fucking sucks uh peace she sucks. <laughs> Peace. That what a podcast. I, I think it's yeah. It's that one. It's it's this one and like the Saturday Supercade episode where I think I like I have felt like we have just completely <laughs> lost the plot. <laughs>